Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull pistol. Hey, cruising in the go-kart. Cruising in the go-kart, and we want to start the show off with Happy Mother's Day to the most important people on the planet, everybody's mother. Right, John? Got to have one, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. All the way back from Mother Earth to, to all our wonderful mothers. So. Yes. So happy, happy, happy Mother's Day. I miss mine every day. I know you miss yours, John. Wish to be- yes, indeed. Wish to beautiful Lisa happy Mother's Day. And and uh, we wish all the mothers out there are, you know, I hope everybody's having the best day you possibly can have. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we started our day off with a... Uh, my wife made a beautiful brunch for her mother. She did these dessert. I mean, like, well, not a dessert, but a kind of a, a deal that goes with it. it was really good. She did a, a, a sausage and ba- a sausage and pepper and onion omelet, which was awesome. She did home fried potatoes. She did homemade yogurt parfaits that were really good. And then she also did these. Uh, they were like skewers, but they were they had flowers and all on the top of them. It had Sliced banana, homemade mini pancakes, and strawberries with Nutella on it, John. Oh, my God, was it good. Sounds like you're eating rather well for you not being a mother. Yes, I ate pretty well. I helped out. I went shopping in in the windstorm. We had like 40-mile-an-hour wind gusts for two days here, John. It was beautiful during Mother's Day. Yeah, there you go. How's the weather been down there? Hot, hot, and hot. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think we're supposed to have a slight break this week with the highs of about 86, uh, but other than that, we're well into the 90s already. So uh, uh, be warned, people. You're coming down. Oh, and and keep in mind, right now it's May. It's uh, our uh, second season of the year. We have uh, fake summer and then uh, love bugs and then real summer. It's love bug right now. So uh, <laughs> well, it's a. Uh... I think I'll take whatever you have over what we have, John. It was a uh, 54 degrees, would it feel like a uh, 40 degrees because of the wind chill? 
So eh. what would, what would you that sounds have? about like one of our super chilly days in the winter. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's about all we ever get. So it's not bad. And that's usually at night. You don't get many of them during the broad daylight, right? I had two or three this year, believe it or not, where it stayed kind of cloudy all day and the wind was uh, rather biting all day. So yeah, there was two or three uh, days where I actually wore my jacket all day. And usually I consider that a winter day if I actually wear my jacket all day and never take it off. So I think I had three. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't wait to take my jacket the hell off for good. I mean, I keep thinking we'll have two or three days in a row at 70 some degrees and then it goes back down to 50. You know, I just wanted to stay 70 or above, John. I would love 70s from now until June if you or July, to be honest with you. I'd take 70s all summer long. I mean, that's what the beautiful people out in San Diego, what are they, low 80s with no humidity year-round almost? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you'd be able to afford to live there if it was uh, mid-70s all year-round. Hey, so. hey, John, way things are going, I can't afford to live anywhere right now. <laughs> so, Ain't that the truth? Yeah, you know, it, that, that's the part we're in. I mean, it, it's just like everywhere <laughs> I turn. I, Dude, I just filled my tank up in that little, uh, the little soul. $51, John, to fill that little car up. Yeah, how much it cost you when you got it? Probably 27 Dude, if it was dead E, 23 bucks. Yeah. Dead E. I used to throw... Yeah, it's kind of depressing. Yep. At a quarter of a tank, I'd throw a 20 in it, and it would fill it up. You follow me? It would put it right a hair over to fill. So yep. it's, it's, it's insane right now. Well, uh, diesel here is $6.24, and my buddy owns a diesel pickup. He just... He said, Doug, I don't know what to do because he needs it because he has trailers and a bunch of things that he moves with it. But he's like, I might have to park it and go buy a small car. But the problem is you can't even find cars if you want to yeah. buy one. Not what you yeah, want I anyway. I was talking to one of the uh, other bus drivers this week, and he, he owns an eco-diesel pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And he gets about 22 miles to the gallon. He lives 30 miles away. I live 72 and we spend the same amount of fuel every week. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Dude. He's getting horrible mileage. So. Yeah. Between me and Brenda, I'm up to $600 a month in gas. That's a lot of money, dude. Yeah, I'm running four, 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 probably between four and 450. Yeah. I mean, that's a significant chunk of, uh, of Disney money right there. So, Absolutely. You know. Well, I'm five myself, and Brenda's about a hundred a month now. She goes a yeah. tank a week. So a little. Well, she goes through like a t- a tank every ten days where she works. So it's uh, it's nuts, John. But yeah, I keep hearing it's going to get better, but it don't seem to be. But happy. We'll go back to the good thing. Happy Mother's Day, John. The one regret I have is I never got to see Disney World with my beautiful mother. I wish. I mean, you got the memories of the balloons that you used to get bought and stuff like that. At least you got you you got to spend a couple of trips with mom to Disney, right? She used to take you quite often. Yeah, anytime uh, relatives would come down. I mean, back in the seventies and the early eighties, if you happened to live in Orlando, you uh, met all your cousins and your aunts and your uncles and your third cousins and uh, people, friends of your second cousins, because uh, you were the convenient plastic place to crash for. Uh, young families to come down so yeah and usually when they came they'd come down mom had no problem with them staying with us for a night or two but it was kind of um 
uh, what would you say, insinuated that it would be awful nice to go to Disney World with you since we're letting you stay in our house. So I, I don't know if she ever came out and said it, but I think they got the idea. So <laughs> no, I got you. And then I think also you would, uh, now between me and you, John, mom, well, mom's probably listening, but did you mail off any letters to the relatives inviting them down so you get to go to Disney more often? <laughs> yeah, I never thought of that. I guess I could have, I should have played that card. Yeah, come on down. Stay with us. We'll go over to parks with you. You're buying. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I never got to, you know, never got to go with mom. We t- we've taken Brenda's mom. I can't even count any how many times, but I wish we'd have been able to take my mom at least once. I think she would have really enjoyed it. My mom would have enjoyed Pleasure Island more than anything. Disney really? Springs. Yeah, she would have loved just hanging out at the different, you know, my mom was not a drinker, but my mom was a socializer, if you get what I'm saying. My mom could, uh, my what what did she used to drink? Uh, what the heck were they called? There was a drink, uh, uh, it was like a straw, it had like a cherry in it. Uh, I can't think of the name of it. She, she would drink like Coke and, uh, um, I can't think of the name. Anyway, she would, she would have one drink she could uh, take it all night, if you get what I'm saying. Oh yeah, sip, 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 yeah. sip, sip, sip. She could nurse it all night is the word I was looking for. But but she just like hanging out, playing shuffleboard, talking. She loved meeting people. She wasn't like me. She like you know how I'm a wallflower. She was more outgoing than I was, John. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've heard you called many things. I don't know if wallflowers ever been one of them. Uh, no, not not. My dad was more of the wallflower until he got a couple in him. Then he could uh, socialize. My dad was the quiet one. My mom was. I got all my vocal cords from my mother. I can honestly say that, John. <laughs> but yeah, I wish I could have taken her. We'd have had a lot of fun. She she wouldn't have did it. To, she was not a ton of ride person, but she would have had. She would have loved things like the Hall of Presidents and, you know, American Adventure. And she would have enjoyed it. She didn't, you know, she would have did Big Thunder and stuff like that. But uh, you wouldn't got her on the new Guardians of the Galaxy, John. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, the one attraction I remember riding with mom was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. And she was absolutely that might have something to do with why I ended up working there. <laughs> so but uh, she was absolutely uh, fascinated with the attention to detail that Disney put into stuff. And, uh, and for some reason, I don't know why the one thing that always stuck with me was the stupid leg of the pirate that's sitting on the bridge and he's got leg hair. Uh-huh. And I, whenever we'd ride underneath it, she'd go, now who thinks of that? Really? Who thinks of that? Yeah. Well, you and your, your mom and me think alike, because if you ask Brenda the very first time we rode that, I said, I was saying that's the Disney difference. Like, like yep. who look at that. That's what makes the ride. And, like the little piggies sleeping. I love the little piggies, John. They're one of they're my favorites. Don't you like the piggies? Yeah. They, no, I like the guy with the rum better, but you know, no, hey, well, sure the pigs on. are great. I mean, come on, we could all take the low hanging fruit and take the love the dog with the keys. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, but now I wish I could have taken her, but again, happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful <laughs> mothers out there. And we'll stick with Guardians a little bit. Now uh, spoiler alert for a couple minutes. I did watch. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I did all this homework for uh, for Mother's Day. We're going to go back to that. We're going to go back to that. We just right. we all just right. talked about it, so it's fresh in my mind. Because I got homework here, too. We're going to go back to that. Okay. All right. All but right. Little spoiler alert. I did watch, because we were talking about it, my mom went going Guardians. Would your mom have liked Guardians? Oh, God, no. 
She mm. never, she, I had to wait until I was probably 13 or 14 to find some friends to go with me to ride Space Mountain. She oh. wouldn't, she wouldn't do any coaster. She oh, wouldn't okay. have done, uh, yeah, she wouldn't have done Goofy Barnstormer or uh, Slinky Dog or any, anything like that. So. Yeah, my mom would have did Slinky. She wouldn't do Expedition Everest though because she wouldn't have liked the Yeti not working and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and going that backwards. That would the least of her work. And going backwards. But, uh, Little spoiler alert, I did watch the video of Guardians. And one of the things I will say, and I don't know if you mentioned this, the returning and leaving reminds you a lot of Dinosaur. The way it launches, the way you go around and then you're standing there before you blast off. Don't it see it? it that reminded yeah. me of the start yeah, of, I, 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 of Dinosaur. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, because yeah, it launched, it, it has two uh, load platforms. So. Yeah. And know how you like go around and then you stop before the door opens yeah. up and then you blast through. That whole well, area you know, uh, kind of reminds me of Dinosaur. Uh, uh, Test Track kind of does that too with the final yeah. safety belt check. Yeah. So, yeah. But I would say from watching it and tell me if this is a good observation, a little bit, as I'm usually right, but I think it's a cross between Dinosaur and uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. That's <laughs> what it reminded me of by watching it. The dinosaur, the rocking and the shit and the spinning and stuff, but that's smoother. But the track, as you're going around, it reminded me a lot of indoors with the rock and roller coaster ride. And the only reason I really wouldn't say dinosaur is because it's not rough. Dinosaur, you feel like you, you feel every jolt and stuff. So you move on Guardians, but there's no neck jerky. Yeah. Um, type yeah, you of said it was super you know? smooth. But yeah, the point I'm making, smooth. like the pre show, the way you get in the car, the way you take off, and then you re return to. The, the the when you come back from the show, if you get what I'm saying, the launching, yeah. the launching and return reminded me a lot of dinosaur, and then the ride itself reminded me the indoor track and all a little bit of rock and roller coaster, different kind of track, but it was cool with the earth there and all that stuff, and the music does sound good, John. Yeah, yeah, it, the the music sounded great. It was just uh, I don't know. I guess it's a. Uh... Uh, part of the storyline is them talking to you the entire time. In a way, I just kind of wish I'd shut up and let me enjoy the music while I'm riding the coaster, but, you know. Dude, I agree with you. I thought the same thing just by watching the stupid video. I'm like, okay, already. I get it. You're, you, yeah. you, you shut up. I want to enjoy this song. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to get like a really good song that I really, I mean, I've enjoyed the two songs I've had, but sooner or later, I'm going to hit something I really, really want to hear, and I'm going to be like, all right, guys, 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 guys. That should be an option. Can I mute them? <laughs> you know, well, I can't talk too much about mute. I'm sure many people wanted to mute me so they could hear you, John. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, well, well, I don't know about that. But. but what I did is I got really, really geeked out, John. I turned all the lights off in the room. I got in my driving simulator and I put the ride on. And it kind of felt there you like go. It. it was really cool, dude, because I have the big LCD TV, the, the Ultra 4K. I played the video on that and sat in my chair. And I'll tell you what. Not as good, but, and I don't want to offend anybody, but it's kind of like a hillbilly amusement park, if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of made my own amusement park, if you get what I'm saying, John. So You know what? That, would, that wouldn't be a bad uh, afternoon, evening, or rainy day or something. Uh, go ahead and figure out some attractions. Maybe you'll never really have a chance to get to. I don't know if you're going to get to Shanghai or Tokyo or yeah. So some of them attractions like Journey to the Center of the Earth and some of the ones that are supposed to be spectacular, set them up and watch them on there. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we had a good time. It was it was really cool. I enjoyed it. It kind of 
it kind of made me feel like I was on it. And then it also showed, like I seen another one with Lou Mangiello. We'll go into that, and then we'll get to our Mother's Day, more stuff on Mother's Day. But Lou Mangiello actually was in, he was able to be inside the gift shop before it opened and showing everything that's going to be available there. And Of course he was. You know, I mean, he's definitely on, he's on the payroll. He's, I mean, that's why you can't say anything wrong. Tommy even showed me that he went through the parks with Disney executives the other day on Facebook. He oh, had a video. Goodness so. gracious. But anyhow, so. Just make it, just make it the official podcast of Disney. I mean, yes. just go ahead and do it. Yeah, the prices are all for you. All these hikes are for you. Riding the gondola if you're afraid of heights is for you. It's it's to make you stronger. You're afraid of heights, get your butt up on there and Disney will make you a better person. But anyway, he was in the uh in the souvenir shop and they had a shop and they had some really good, cool things. And believe it or not, they have a baby Groot and he smells like cedar and cinnamon. Remember how uh Lotso smelled like strawberries? Yeah. Well, Groot smells like cinnamon and, and uh, uh, what do you call it? Cedar and cinnamon. He, smell, he has right. a smell to him, which is pretty cool. But the other thing I loved, and I know you geeked out like this when you were a kid, John. I know you had a few. Remember the old school uh, three-quarter sleeve rock t-shirts? Yeah, yeah, like the baseball jersey type looking shirts. Well, yeah, they had three quarter sleeves. Like the sleeves were usually black. The shirt was white, and yeah. they were rocks. And yeah. they were t shirts. You had your ACDC, your Def Leppard, your your Led Zeppelin. Remember, you, didn't you used to wear them? Yeah, the first one you said is the one I had, the ACDC one. <laughs> okay, well, they sell these rock and roll t shirts now. They're gonna have them inside. They have Guardians of the Galaxy ones just like that. Uh, I might have to pick up one of them. Yes, I want I want one too because it says Guardians of the Galaxy on front, and then on the back it has like the tour dates. Because remember when you get the t-shirt oh, with the tour? Yeah. yeah, so they did a really good job on that. So I did like that. So real real quick story, Doug. When I was 16 years old, I went to my first concert by myself with a buddy. Right, so me and him went and saw Def Leppard. God, it was the fan, most fantastic. It's still one of my best concerts I've ever been to in my entire life. But before we go. You know, uh, me and him are trying to figure out how much money to take with us. And, and he's like, well, you're going to want a T-shirt. And I'm like, you know what? After every concert, I see people wearing a T-shirt. So I bet you they just give them away for free when you go. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the Pyromania? Uh, little, Pyromania? Little, yeah, Pyromania. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, I was hysteria. So Yours was hysteria? Yeah. It yeah. shows how much older I am than you. i seen both. <laughs> Pyromania was before hysteria, wasn't it? Yeah, Pyromania was yeah, their second yeah. album. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that, that's how naive I was as a child. I mean, it, it, yeah, really, John. Yeah, they give them away to for free. You're right. You're yeah. right. So. I wish they would have though, John. It would have you'd have really gave you'd have really surprised him. He said, "See, I told you so." Yeah, and you don't want to see what you don't want to see what that T-shirt looks like next to me nowadays. Sixteen-year-old <laughs> yeah. yeah, John was not the same size as fifty-year-old John. So I do have that T-shirt though. Yeah, I bet you it's a half top. I can see your whole belly hanging out right now. <laughs> whole belly and some underboob, John. I can yeah, see that pretty now. much. But no, I, uh, I, uh, I, I really want to get one of them. It was a really cool-looking T-shirt. I give them credit because they had some unique things in that gift shop, John. So Good, good, good. And hopefully, yeah, like you said, unique stuff to that era of music. And I don't want to see just a bunch of relabeled um, rock and roller coaster merchandise. You know what I mean? No. And that would be the easy L. 
that would be the easy thing to do is just, uh, oh, it's about music here. We'll just slap their logo on it instead of Rock and Roller Coaster. So. Yeah, I was very happy with some of the stuff Lou did. And I got some other things here for later, too. Uh, some of the new food items at the Magic Kingdom I want to go through. But first of all, you want to do the Happy Mother's Day, your three favorites moms? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, let's do that. So I'll let you go first, John. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you a name, and you tell me who she is. Oh, jeez. Come on now. I'm not that good, John. I, I had to do research to give you my three mother's names. But go ahead. And I was very surprised by one. And now I know why I love Toy Story so much. But go ahead. Actually, oh, I, I, actually, I know what you're going to say on that one. So, yeah, I, I looked that one up, too. And okay. I understand why you're surprised. Yes, um, and now I know why I'm akin to them. My my three are going to be different. They're not going to be your tip. When you think of a mom from a Disney movie, they're not going to be that. They're going to be a little different. Okay. So my first one is Nanny. And do you know where she's from? Nanny, Nanny, Nanny. I'm trying to think. No, it's not Dumbo's mom. Nope. Oh, is it your wife's? The only reason I'm thinking this is, is Lilo and Stitch because your wife. Dang, you're pretty good. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm saying the uh, name right, but it's N A N I. Nani. I think it's Nani. Nani. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she was uh, Lilo's older sister who uh, took over the role of mother for her after the parents were killed and uh, uh, proved to be a, a very, very good mother figure and Ohana. Okay. Means family. So, Dude, you yeah, just because I know how much Lisa loves Lilo and Stitch, so that's what made me think of that. And, and we'll give another. Uh, Mother that really isn't the mother, but was a mother to the character. How about Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast? The little teacup. You know, that was that was one of them, and she is a mother she, yeah. because Chip is her son. Yeah. So, yeah, but, it, but it, in, in a way, an inanimate object through most of the movie. But yeah, still, she, but she kind of mothered her throughout the whole show because like, she, yeah, she, she was trapped there with the Beast. So it was yep, her surrogate yep. mother, if you get what I'm saying. Yep, yep. So... I'll give you my one of mine, John, and tell me if you know who she is. Helen Parr. I'm going to go with, uh, let's see, is is she elastic or is she incredible? She's both. <laughs> yeah. I give that woman credit. She had three, she had a couple, bra three bratty kids, actually, and she handled them very well with taking on a full-time job, John. She did indeed. Her, her three kids are a handful, John. <laughs> and the baby might be the biggest one of all. Am I wrong? Yeah, I, th I think that might be an understatement. Yeah, so. Yeah, you, you think your you uh, six-year-old boy can run? Wait till you get hold of Dash. Yeah. So. And my mom thought she had it hard, but she didn't have it bad as Helen Parr. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, uh, I really... She, she actually plays one of the biggest parts in any Disney movie, actually. Because the mothers, that, usually the mothers and the fathers don't really... Aren't there much? Make it. No, most times they don't make it. No. Uh, <laughs> let's face it. Disney's uh, known for killing parents off and making orphans. Or um, not even having that's... fathers a part of it. Like, they just yeah. don't show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, they're notorious for that. So, I mean, there's no way to tug on uh, a child's or yeah, an adult's heartstrings as uh, showing an orphan. So, they know it. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Give me another one, John. All right, uh, staying with the ends and somebody that is uh, definitely not a mother, but sure acted like a mother. Uh, Nana, what's that from? Where's she from? Is she from Moana? Nope. 
Uh, well, I have Madonna's down. As, so, <laughs> Cena is Madonna, Mo, Moana, so I don't even know why I guess. Let me let me think, John. Nah, 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 nah. I can't. Tell me, John. All right, she's not even a woman. She is a lovely St. Bernard dog from the fantastic movie Peter Pan. She is the uh, the dog that treated those uh, children like they were her own puppies. Uh, she was responsible St. Bernard. <laughs> so, <laughs> very, uh, very, very nurturing, very mother-like, and uh, uh, she treated the kids like they were her own. So, Well, that's very and, good. And it's also one of the first things you see if you ride Peter Pan. If you look down to your left, you'll see Nana there um, outside her uh, doghouse, I believe, looking at the kids as they fly away, whining. So. Well, before we leave that, I'll I'll go to another thing that they the speaking of Peter Pan, which is pretty cool, which we didn't know you were going to say Peter Pan, but Peter Pan they actually have a Peter Pan pirate ship playset sails into Walt Disney World, John, which actually looks pretty cool. I might get one for up on my uh, counter here. I mean, up on my desk. <laughs> it has the pirate ship, John, which is pretty cool. It's Peter Pan Pirate Ship playset. It's 80 bucks, John, but it is pretty cool looking. I, the, I'm going to give them credit. The reason I like this is I like it when they do authentic stuff, John. They don't just keep repeating the same crap over and over again. Do you agree with me on that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's nice to see them doing a, a nod to something from years ago, not just, a, you know, recent current stuff. So We'll go back to Mother's Day. I did have Cena. Uh, the mother from Moana, which what I liked about her was she wasn't in the movie a ton, but she was very supportive and she, uh, she kind of didn't, the father didn't want Moana, you know, becoming what she was. She didn't want, he didn't want her in the ocean. He wanted her, but the mother kept the mother and the grandmother both convinced her to be herself. And I like that to do what she wanted to do. So, and I liked the movie Moana. So I really liked her. Yeah, we're going with a Hawaiian theme here, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch and Moana. Polynesian, anyway. Should I sing some Don Ho for us, buddy? Yeah, throw some Elvis Presley in there. Tiny bubble. <laughs> go ahead. Honka. Well, Blue Hawaii, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. What's your next one? All right. Uh, see if you can get this one. Perdita. Uh, is that a dirty word, John? Perdita. No, it's not. No, no. She's yeah. married to Pongo. What movie is that from, John? I know it, but I can't think. Give me a second. Well, she's the same um, species as the last one I said. She's not a... Uh, from uh, uh, the 101 Dalmatians? There, there you go. There, there you go. go. You I know I knew it. Very good, John. Very yeah, good. see, not only did she have 10 puppies that they had to, her and her husband had to take care of, but by the end of the movie, they were like foster parents to 101. So, you know, I mean, uh, talk about taking responsibility. That's so, an easy and, day, John. Yeah. <laughs> 101 yeah. puppies. I'm surprised she didn't drink by the end of that cartoon. <laughs> well, maybe by the end. Yeah. You know? Um, and another one of mine is Sarabi. You know who that is? Uh, that's, uh, uh, what's his, uh, what's his name? Simba's uh, mother, right? Yeah, from the Lion King. That woman yeah. had a lot on her plate. Her husband passed, her son ran away, and then she's stuck with, 
with Scar. I think the woman had her work <laughs> cut out for her. So I kind of, yeah. I kind of, my heart went out to her, and she held the pride together, didn't she, John? Yep, yep, yep. So and, uh, nobody wants a brother-in-law, a brother-in-law like Scar either. No, not at all. He even makes me enjoy my brother-in-laws, John. He makes me thankful for what I got, John. There you go. Now, the best mother of all, John, we know why. Do you, and we we kind of stumbled upon this before the show, but Mrs. Davis is the best mother of all, John. Not Mrs. Much. Jennifer Davis. Yes, from Toy Story. Is that a... Dude, I didn't know that until I started looking into this. I never knew that was Mrs. Davis. Did you? I never heard it no, in, the I, show, I, in the show. I, did I you? Yeah, I don't think they've ever mentioned it. I'm not. I was trying to find out where they got the research that said it was Davis, but apparently, according to that website, they do believe it's Davis. So, or Jennifer. I don't know where they because all you ever hear is mom. So you never hear. I don't. They've taken it from somewhere. Maybe they saw it on a mailbox or something like that. Yeah, they Somebody probably did, did some kind of research. Yeah, there has but, to be a reason for it. Maybe a bill on the table. Who the heck knows? But yeah, yeah. But Andy's mom, Mrs. Davis, is my mom, Mrs. Davis. So now I know why I am so attached to Toy Story, John. There you go. See, you didn't even know. And there was some secret attachment there. So I could get a Toy Story t-shirt and put Mr. Davis on it, and they'd think I'm Andy's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you might get a pie slung at you or something. Where have you been? Yes, where have you been? You know what a fantastic family you have? Dude, how do you think you got the money for Woody and Buzz? I I'm working. I'm working. I'm spackling. I'm out here drywalling. I'm taping and yeah. hanging sheetrock. Yeah, uh, that that father never showed up for birthdays or Christmas. I'm assuming he's dead because I mean, come on, Dad, you know, yeah. slacker. Well, maybe the last one will be where was Andy's dad? <laughs> Toy Story 12. <laughs> uh, the research for his pop. Yeah, I seen the previews for that again. I am so aggravated that they don't have a. Tim Allen. Buzz just don't sound like Buzz to me. Uh, it won't be the same. No, it won't. It aggravates me. Again, politics got in the way, John. I just want to hear my Buzz. I love Woody and Buzz together, John. Uh, so what else do we have here, John? Uh, did you... Did you, We'll stay on. We'll stay with Disney, like, other things besides the news on these websites. Have you been on Disney Plus lately, John? Uh, no. I tried to load it the other day, and it wouldn't load where I was. Uh, there is one spot in Ticket Transportation Center on Disney property where T-Mobile will not load. I was on lunch there yesterday, and I couldn't get anything to load at all. I had to gasp, hold your breath, read a book during lunchtime. Oh, my God, you old man, you. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, well, the fact is I had a book with me, so I was rather impressed. So, right, well, there you go. You were prepared, John. You're a little Boy Scout, aren't you? I am. You ought to see that bag I towed around. Yeah, I have one too, dude. Well, we'll have to compare them. I got this <laughs> backpack that I I take two bags of work. I got a backpack and a gym bag, and the gym bag weighs about eighty pounds because it has a <laughs> first aid. All because all the idiots on my job sites, half of them don't bring what they need. So I have backpack. I mean, I in my in my carry on the uh, carry on like I'm getting on a plane. In my gym bag, I got band aids and. This, that, you name it, Neosporin. I got every, you name it in this bag, just in case anybody would need it. I got ace bandages. I got different braces. I, you know, because I need them for myself sometimes. So, 
Anyhow, I got to bag myself, John. I could I, I could read the how to put them on you for a whole lunchtime, the stuff that I got in the bag. But I, I don't know. Maybe uh, why, why won't the why I don't want I don't want to pick on it, but I will. Out of all the apps I have on my phone, the Disney Plus app loads the worst. Netflix and Amazon loads right away, John. Hulu. No, my Hulu is the worst. Hulu takes forever for me. Yeah. Netflix is always works. Amazon is pretty close. Hulu, yeah, it's not as good as those two. Yeah, and the other one that stinks, and it's on my phone because I have Apple TV. The Apple app don't want to load all the time. Which <laughs> you makes would think no that sense. would be the best. Yeah, that you would think that would make sense to be the best. Yeah, so. makes no sense at all. But anyhow, I've been on there. Me and Brenda are very excited about this. Next Saturday night, we're going to have a, a a little sketch party. They have a new thing called on there, Disney's Sketch Pack. Sketch Pack. Uh, and what they do is it's kind of like the art of animation where they have it, the Imagineer to draw uh, drawing, the animator. He dr- teaches you how to draw. There's six episodes with six different characters, John. That is very cool. So I told Brenda we're going to get the sketch pads out next Saturday night. I'm going to crack open a beer, show up a glass of wine, and... We're going to sit down and draw together, me, her, and mom. There you go. Kind of like we were at Art of Anim- I mean, at the animation, you know, at the animation pavilion over at Hollywood Studios back in the day. But what they- was that called? Animation Academy? Or yeah. what was the name of that? The, uh, now you got me. I keep saying the Art of Animation because of the resort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll think of it. It was, some- it was okay. something, something animation. You know that, but. Anyhow, we're gonna do the we're gonna do that, and they have Cusco or Cusco Cusco from the Emperor's New Groove. They got Olaf from Frozen. They got the genie from Aladdin. They got Captain Hook from Peter Pan. They got Maribel from Encanto, which she looks really really hard. And then you got Sim and Simba from The Lion King, John. So you got six different characters right. to teach you how to draw. I think that'll be fun, don't you? Yeah, except for the one from Emperor's New Groove. Some people love that movie. I thought it was the biggest waste of time. It was the only Disney movie I ever watched, and I almost felt like turning it off halfway through. I just, I, I could not. Movie. Oh well, the character looks pretty cool. So. All right. So I, I could see me. Uh, we're gonna have some fun doing it. We'll probably do. Olaf first, I'm thinking, John. Olaf or the genie from Aladdin, which both will be cool. Olaf seems uh, a little bit less uh, detail-oriented than some of the other ones. Some of them sound like they're going to be kind of hard. I mean, I would think Captain Hook's got a lot of detail to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Olaf's basically a snowman, so. Well, hence but... why we're starting with Olaf, because the Doug yeah. oh, okay. Doug Good point. can't draw, so. Yeah, I gotta yeah get me and my, you in the same I get, boat. i got to get my drawing, uh. You know, I had to start myself, get myself a little into the groove before I. Uh, there you go. Before I get into Captain Hook or Maribel. Maribel, I might just sit back and eat popcorn and watch Brenda draw. To be quite honest <laughs> with you, but it it does look cool. So, anyhow, another thing I wanted to bring up. Now, tell me this wouldn't make sense. I'm really excited about Obi Wan Kenobi, aren't you? Yes. When do you think that would have made sense to last that, l- launch sense. that on May 4th? Wouldn't that have made sense to launch yes. that on May 4th? 
uh, May 4th or May 5th, but uh, the Revenge of the Fist, but yeah. <laughs> either one of those. But yeah, I was expecting it to come out on May 4th. I didn't know. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, you got this hot, uh, yeah, it was, holiday ready for you. So Yeah, I mean, May 27th, what's that? I, I, I don't know. Memorial I mean, Day weekend. Yeah, and, and you would think that wouldn't be a good one because... Uh, Everybody, if it's a nice weekend out, we're not hanging around to watch a movie that weekend. We're going to barbecues and getting the summer kicked off, you know? So, I don't know. I just found it funny why they were... I, I, I don't know why they didn't do it on May 4th, to be quite honest with you. I was shocked by that one. So Yeah, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, what else do we have here, John? Now, for the... I, I was looking around, surfing the internet, and some things that I've seen, and... Uh, they have a, do you know they have 120 new food items at the Magic Kingdom, John, for the, for the holiday, for, I mean, for the 50th anniversary this year? I know there was some of them, but most of them are desserts and all that cupcakes and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, our little, uh, uh, cast newsletter thing that we told the time, it, it had a bunch of them, but all, honestly, a lot of it just looked like pieces of cake and cupcakes and maybe milkshakes and stuff like that. But Well, most of it did, and I will agree with you on that, but they did have a couple that I kind of found interesting, so I wanted to read them for our listeners. I'm trying to be positive as I can on this show. Ain't you proud of me, John? You go with your pet self. So, but they have a new... It's called veranda and fried rice, and what it has is it has actually has grilled shrimp on top of it, and it's a new rice plate that they have over at Skipper's Canteen that really looks really good, John. So, and I, I you know, I didn't have Brenda liked hers, but I wasn't thrilled with mine the first time at Skipper's Canteen. So, and what did you think about that when you ate there? I uh, we haven't eaten there. You haven't eaten there yet. No, no, I still want to. I mean, I, I really, Jungle Cruise is either my favorite ride or second favorite ride in all of Magic Kingdom. So uh, I really, really want to because I love the whole shtick and I love the cornball aspect of Jungle Cruise. But yeah, I, I still haven't, because I think the, I would have probably more fun looking at the detail and all the corny jokes inside the restaurant than just about anything else. They so. were good. Our, our Like Brenda kind of liked our waiter. I didn't, didn't mu- so much. But he was a lot sweeter to her than me, so and you know why. <laughs> but isn't that a typical uh, yeah. reaction? But he just he just he was in no part of being any character in there. If you follow me, and I expected it to be like fifties uh, prime time or yeah. something. Yeah, and it was nowhere near like that with our waiter. Now there was a couple others that were a little more into the part. You know, he was more into, yeah, what do you want, kind of. I took it as John, if you get what I'm saying. So, he was trying to be efficient, and you wanted fun. So well, I just wanted to be a little bit in the moment, if you get what I'm yeah. saying. So, Well, I mean, that's why I would want to go there. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I, from what you said, I'm not paying, you know, that price for uh, excellent food. I mean, it's mediocre, but I want to I wanna play the role. So. Yeah, this is the veranda, and it sounds very good, John. I, I I do want to go back to try it. I will give it another chance, but it's the 50th anniversary, and it's called ver, ver, Veranda Fried Rice. Easy for me to say. But it's spicy chili garlic sir, shrimp 
served over pork fried rice with eggs and peas from the original Randa restaurant menu from the original restaurant that was at the park. So that sounds pretty good. It's only 15 bucks, John. It looked like a pretty good serving. Yeah, yeah, and I like the uh, throwback to uh, old restaurant. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I enjoyed that. And then they have a barbecue, the 50th anniversary, the single sales short ribs. Single single sales sales short ribs. Berber spice short ribs, sweet potato, silk with saute greens and cucumbers and a root vegetable slaw uh 50th anniversary veranda shady it's a blue moon draft john with a chipotle and pineapple juice garnish with a pineapple wedge you into that john not really that's a little too fruity for me then they have a tropical sangria which is a white wine blend with the tropical juices and a touch of ginger and then they have a 50th anniversary Dole Whip pineapple blended with coconut cream and passion fruit. So they're the 50th anniversary specials there. Well, now you can get Dole Whips inside a sit-down restaurant. They're just taking Dole Whip. They're they're no, they ruin the uniqueness of Dole Whips. I think. Yeah, no, they they that's no longer. There's nothing u- unique about it anymore, John. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be the Polynesian and uh, Sunshine Terrorist. Now yeah. Not no more. Uh, then they got the entrees actually changed here, John. I mean, from last time I was there. So uh, they got a hearty har char soy pork. It's a marinated grilled pork served with Chinese broccoli and jasmine rice for $26. Tastes like chicken because it is, John. <laughs> Crispy fried chicken with a sweet chili glaze, stir-fried vegetables, and jasmine rice for $25. Dr. Falls Signature Grilled Steak. It's adobe seasoned New York strip chorizo hash, collard greens with caramelized onion puree, and crispy farfa farfa for $46. And then we got our old friend, John, the sustainable fish of the day. <laughs> it's not piranha, it said. Sir, yeah, I was going to say, come on, it's the Jungle Cruise. Can we just call it piranha for me? Yeah, it said it's not piranha served with cassava fritters with wilted greens and guava habanero sauce for $32. Yeah, they're the only four entrees. And then you got entrees that are vegetarian, plant-based, curry vegetable crew stew. I bet you this is... They kept the curry crap part that I got here and just added it with the vegetables. It's served with coconut rice, seasonal vegetables, and house-made curry sauce for 19 bucks. Falls Family Fafal for $11. It's a secret recipe of chickpeas, garlics, onions, lemon juice, and herbs with white bean dipped with tomato cucumber salad for $11. Perkins de Noodles. Tofu, John. Here you are. Seasonal vegetable and rice noodles tossed in a spicy soy chili garlic sauce. Available with chicken upon request for 26 bucks. And then Pina Connie Conga Lime Delight, which is a lime pina cotta served with a mango lime sorbet and fresh fruit. So, I mean, I would go here. I, I just, hopefully the steak is good, John, or, or it, it tastes like chicken because it is. I'd probably get one that lower menu yeah i mean i didn't think the other entrees were were badly priced 25 bucks and that's not bad no. nothing 
nothing out of out of hand. But then all of a sudden it jumps twenty bucks because of the stupid New York strip, the same yeah. stupid New York strip they serve at every flipping restaurant on property. So you know, I mean, that's what that one of the things I get seriously tired of. I like steak, but give me something unique or di- you know what? And even if it was somewhere and it was a cheaper cut of meat like a flank steak or a skirt steak, but you had marinated it for a day and a half and then grilled it and it was thinly sliced or something. And it, but that would end up costing you less. Your, your uh, food cost would be less than, than putting New York strip everywhere. I mean, make something unique and different. Yeah. I'm just tired also of, uh, the one thing I, you know, we've been saying is now for a while, I'm, I'm tired of, almost every menu being the same four or five items it, it yeah yeah it, there's a chicken there's a fish and there's a, a new york strip steak and yeah. unfortunately i mean it's always the sustainable fish of the day which you can pretty much read a tilapia or it might be a salmon if you're lucky and then chicken breast never chicken thighs or or uh, uh turkey breast or anything no chicken breast and uh, New York strip steak. I would say, what, 75% of the restaurants on property consist of those three items? No, yeah, it's pretty darn close. That's what I was so happy about with the paddlefish. It had a unique menu. Am I wrong? Well, that's because it's uh, not owned by, run by Disney. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, most of those places at Disney Springs, actually, there's no sit-down restaurant at Disney Springs that's run by Disney. They're all um, run by third parties. And that's so. why the food down there is, and, yeah. I, and I'm not trying, John, I'm a big Disney fan, but that's the other reason why I love Epcot so much, because a lot of those restaurants weren't run by Disney for the longest time either. Am I right? Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Patina Group runs uh, the, the Italian restaurants, um, a separate company runs Mexico. Um, I think the only one that's, Morocco is run by Disney, and I think restaurant, um, uh, the Akershus, uh Hall was, and I'm not, yeah, and uh, Beer Garden. So, but yeah, all the other ones, I think, I think Chef de France is run by an outside company too. I'm not positive. Yeah, both so. both French restaurants are. Yeah, yeah I, I think, believe so. I think now that the, you know, the Morocco Pavilion was taken over by Disney, I think most of any American uh, is done by Disney, isn't it? Yeah, and that's that's almost all the fast foods are. Uh, that's uh, uh, counter service kind of. So yeah, yeah, the American Smokehouse. But, but the rest of the countries are different. Yeah, yeah, the rest of the countries are privately owned. So, but then when you go to the other parks, Animal Kingdom, and I mean, Animal Kingdom obviously has Yak and Yeti in it, which is one of your favorites. Yeah, so that's why go, it's so know? good. And and yeah. they got different yeah. options, and they also. A lot of the restaurants that aren't owned by Disney actually have specials that day. You get there, you, they'll have a thing or two that you don't know that they had. Where Disney never has anything new. You know, and it's kind of frustrating too because you you can realize when Disney wants to, they can definitely have some different type of options. I mean, think of Boma um, and think of Tusker House and, and both of those restaurants we've thoroughly enjoyed several times. And they are owned and operated and ran by Disney, but they have different food items. Their chefs are allowed to prepare unique, uh, you know. Um, and actually, I think uh, I think Sanaa and uh, and even um, Kiko are run by Disney, you know. And they're well, I guess I guess to a certain point, their higher end restaurants are unique, you know. Yeah, because California Grill is good too. Don't yeah, yeah. It's just the medium range ones. They all seem to be getting into a rut of having the same type of food. 
Yeah, my right now because that's the next we next thing we got to do, John, is we got to start with the restaurants we want to go to, ones we have been to, we want to go to again, and rate the restaurants. But right now, if I'm giving a tip to anybody, uh, I think right now most of the best restaurants are at the Springs or in the hotels themselves, but, but, and or and Epcot. Besides that, you know what I'm saying. But for the most part. Your, your, some of your better restaurants now are actually in the hotels and at Springs. Yeah, I would say so. I'd say Disney Springs has the best options. And I mean, that that's, and it's not really that far reaching to say. I mean, all what it, what are you looking at? 70% of those restaurants are sponsored by or they have fantastic chef names on yes. them, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, as, as good as Bulma may want to be, it, it doesn't have, you know, Art Smith or uh, Kat Cora or, uh, you know, uh, uh, Morimoto's name on it. So. Well, yeah, and the only, the ones that really seem to have the best uh, chefs, the three that I know of, and I know Hoody Toity Robbie, you'll correct me here, I'm only kidding. We love you, Robbie, out there. But uh, the best three, I think, in my opinion, for the chefs are Gico, California Grill, and Flying Fish. Do you think I'm pretty good with that? Like, they always seem to hire when you read about who their chef is. He was moved over from this great restaurant or was signed from... You understand what I'm saying? They they do have top executive chefs at those three restaurants. Yeah, and seeing as I've never eaten at any any of those, I would have to go with what I've heard about them. And then, of course, you know, uh, uh, like you said, Robbie's hoity-toity, of course, uh, Vicky Owls has probably the... The premier, what's that, Scott Joseph over there? So yeah. he's the premier Disney chef. So yeah, and and, and Judith and Tommy, they're right up there with Robbie. They've eaten it all through. I've eaten. Well, don't tell anybody. I have too, John. But don't don't say anything. But <laughs> I feel I feel so so rednecky and let down. So yeah. I'm a hillbilly over here. That's okay. You're our little hillbilly. All right. The hillbillies are going to hate us by the end of this show, John. They're going to hate us. I don't know how many hillbilly listeners we have, though. I don't know if you have to worry about Well, I know we definitely have one, my brother. So that's that's for sure. My brother's, my brother, if hillbilly's in the dictionary, my brother Don is, he's a hillbilly. Me and him, I love him to death. We were alike in so many ways, but we were so opposite in so many ways. We're. I'm a napkin and a fork and knife with pizza. He's eat it raw, wipe his mouth on his sleeve, and move on kind of guy. So, I I think Hillbilly Don, John, uh, disconnected us. So, you were laughing too yeah. hard at him. Yeah, that's probably what happened. He's probably really an astrophysicist. He decided to create a black hole and suck me into it. So. Dude, I could ask him what an astrophysicist is. He would have no idea what that is, dude. He would say, "Is uh, he would say, what, what are you talking about? Astro the dog from uh, the Jetsons? <laughs> oh, speaking of that, since we're talking about astrophysicists and doctors and, well, not doctors, Big but Bang uh, theory? Rocket, sci- rocket scientists and stuff, we had a uh, uh, rocket launch here this week that left some leftover residual light in the sky in the middle of the night. And so when I was leaving for work on, uh, what was that, Saturday morning, I think? No, uh, Friday morning. Yeah, about five o'clock there was what appeared to be 
a straight up spotlight shining through the clouds with no, you know, there was no root cause on earth. There was no root cause. The moon was on the other side of the horizon. So it was spooky. <laughs> so it was, it was one of the coolest things I ever saw. So That's pretty crazy. I would like to have seen that. Yeah, yeah, there, it's it, a lot of people got pictures of it and stuff, and I should have stopped and taken a picture, but I didn't even think about it. But uh, well, the, the coolest market, uh, coolest thing is, I know you don't, you're not into the Harry Potter stuff and things like that, but um, in the fourth movie, uh, Harry, the the villains in Harry Potter they leave this glowing uh, sign in the uh, night sky. Um, it's uh, basically a skull with uh, a snake coming out of it. And when I drove in, there was people that got pictures of it from Universal and showing Hogsmeade and the little town and stuff with that, that spooky scar, the spooky light in the sky above it. It was incredibly cool. So, yeah, a bunch of Death Eaters got a real big thrill. So. Yeah, I'd like to see a picture of that, John. Yeah, I'll find one and I'll send it to you and, and try to show you what I saw that morning. It was, it was really unique and different. So it was really cool. And that's a good segue. So we'll go back to unique and different, which Disney restaurants do not have any anymore, Harley. <laughs> but now I, I, I'm glad they're like, I'm glad that even Skipper's Canteen has a couple different things like that $15 shrimp. I would go get that and maybe get a, get another entree with it. Like, and me and Brendan could split that because we couldn't eat two entrees in that whole $15 shrimp plate. The rice, you know, the pork fried rice, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Going to get that chicken meal or the steak and get it with the rice and even if you got the steak and that rice for sixty dollars that's not bad then for a meal i could split the steak with brenda you know what i mean with the shrimp and all that's almost what i was thinking if you split or split the uh, steak with the chicken yeah one of those two half and half surf and turf type thing yeah so i think we could do that i'm i'm in but uh no i was uh then they got they got new churros again. What is like? How many different are they trying to make the year of a million churros, John? It's uh, the fiftieth churro anniversary. Yeah. So, but they're doing new strawberry ones. They got now, which I have no interest in. I, I'm thinking. I've. I think in the. I don't know. I can't even count how many trips I hit. Hit. It's way north of fifty. But I have. I, I've had one churro. And the only reason I. And I don't the only, even think I've ever tried it. Well, the only reason I had that is my godson bought a couple and gave me one, if you follow me. So that's the only yeah. churro I had. And I'm not interested in that. But they have a, a new strawberry salad at Pecos Bills that look real very good. And it's it, it's actually to do with the country bear jamboree, John. It's about the country bears eating this the strawberries at part of the show or something like that, the, the lady was saying. So... It's actually, they have a new strawberry salad. It looks pretty good. I was interested in it. It would be nice for like a hot summer afternoon, John. Yeah, and I like the connection to an attraction. Anything that connects a restaurant to an attraction, is it gets a thumbs up in my book. Yeah, so. so I thought that was really cool. And then they got, you might have seen these out. The Chilling Chamber Pops, John? No, I don't think I have. They're these push-up pops. They're like push-up pop cakes. You know, remember like the push-up uh, popsicles you used to have? Well, now the they Flintstones, have... The Flintstones push-ups, yes. Yeah, well, they, you remember the little push-up pops, the round yeah. ones with the other Yeah, mine cream? were always Flintstones. Yeah, okay. yeah, Fred was on them. Okay. Well, they have these in a cake now, but they're from the Haunted Mansion. And what's pretty cool about it is uh, 
they have four different characters on top of the push-up. There's like these little pictures that you can keep. They're like collectibles. And they only have the one out a week. So you're going to have to keep going back to try to get all four if you follow me. So, But I do I do like the idea of that, John. If, if, if only annual pass holders could get in and cast members like yourself could get in to kind of enjoy this stuff, it would be a lot of fun trying to collect all four. Nah, you don't want to do that. What do they want me in there for? Yeah. You're beneath them, John. Exactly. But they look they look really good. If you get good, get a chance, check it out. And then they got the Monte Crisco the the Monte Crisco sandwich is back at the Plaza well, is at the Plaza restaurant. And it's there to commemorate opening day from nineteen seventy one. It was served at the Town Square restaurant on opening day. The Monte Crisco sandwich. You like a Monte okay. Crisco sandwich, John? Uh, it's one of them things I've never had. Uh, well, I don't know if my wife would ever ever let me have one again. Yeah, but I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not eating one of these for breakfast every week. No. And what it has is it, it's kind of like a, a funnel cake shell that all the, the cheese and the turkey and the bacon, it's sweet, it, it all goes inside the Monte Crisco sandwich, which... It looked very good. I would like to try it. It has the powdered sugar on the outside and all just to try it because it did look good. But it is fried. It's deep fried and it's uh, and it's funnel cake. It's like a funnel cake pocket, John, that makes the you sandwich. Know, that, that's one of those things that's been around for a long time. And it's one of the uh, first foods that I've actually heard about that's been around for a long time that really blends the uh, savory and sweet elements together, you know? Yeah, so I'd like to try it. I would book it. I'd like to, and I'm glad that it's at the Plaza. Something different at the Plaza. You know what I mean? There you go. And what do we have here? I want to see how much it is. Plaza restaurant, lunch and dinner. I want to bring it up. Is this good with you? Now, do they have? Do they have uh, beer and wine at the Plaza restaurant there, Doug? What's that? You muffled yourself, buddy. Do they have beer and wine at the Plaza restaurant? I'm trying to see it. I'll let you know right now. Well, I guess they would. They have a Marceline mudslide. <laughs> oh, I guess so. Then. Let me see if they have beverages. Yeah. Bud Light, Lager, Blue Moon, Belgium Wheat, Michelob Ultra Light, and John, Jayajai, Cigar City. Highlight a Monte Cristo sandwich. That sounds like a good lunch. And it's only, I mean, it's $10 for the highlight, John. Yeah. Which ain't bad. It's probably a can, you know, or a bottle. Probably can. They only have cans, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I think so because I don't think they've ran draft lines at uh, Magic Kingdom yet. Yeah. So, but yeah, you have a. I would get a Bud. I'd get a Bud Light Lager. You know that. But I'm just happy. I, I I'm happy you can drink at the Plaza now. And and what do we have here, John? For the 50th anniversary, you want me to read it? Sure. You got chocolate and vanilla ice cream brownie pretzel hot fudge. It's called the Cheers to 50 Years. It's chocolate and vanilla ice cream brownie brownie and pretzel hot fudge fudge caramel corn and chocolate drizzle chocolate chip cookies and a whipped cream with a with a cherry on top. So and it's only $32, John, and you better have your diabetic pen with you. Yeah, yeah. Bring your insulin, own insulin shot. I'd have to see. I don't know what the size of this is. I'm thinking it's for like a family of four, like the kitchen sink, wouldn't you think, John? 
I would think so. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, so. And then you have the Monte Crisco Crisco Sandwich. It's a deep-fried funnel cake batter with bacon and roasted turkey, prevalent sprinkled with iridescent and powdered sugar served with a side of strawberry jam for 20 bucks, John. And then you got a Marceline mudslide. Blend of Breckenridge Vanilla Porter beer with vanilla ice cream, garnished with chocolate syrup, whipped cream, and crispy chocolate pearls. I'm sorry. I don't want beer and chocolate. Do you, John? Ice cream. I've had, a, ice I've, cream. Had a couple, I've had a couple that I wouldn't mind actually having with, uh, with ice cream. A couple of chocolate milk stouts that are actually really really tasty and I could see eat with some ice cream. Well, there you but go. not a regular not a Bud Light. No, no. No, probably not. Well this is ten bucks. It's a porter beer. It's a it's a blend of Breckenridge vanilla porter beer with vanilla ice cream garnished with chocolate syrup, whipped cream, and a crispy chocolate pearls. I mean I would try it. It's ten bucks. It would I, I, I would like to come home and say I tried the Marceline mudslide and when did say so. And go ahead. I was going to say, well, you've had Guinness before. I mean, you could, couldn't you see Guinness with uh, some ice cream and a brownie or something? Yeah, I'm weird, though, John. Don't tell anybody, but like like last night, Brenda comes in after I was done. I had a couple moose heads last night, and she came in with cho- uh, a piece of chocolate for me and a chocolate cake. And I was like, I don't want it. After When I'm drinking beer, dude, beer and sweets don't go good with me for anything. It's that's hard. not weird. That's, that's, that's me, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one, of the, one, of the, one or the other. Right? Yes. I don't do both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she had offered to me. She was getting it. Well, you know, we're the land of the tasty cake. It was actually a, t- a tasty candy cake, if you get what I'm saying. She was offering it to me. So, and uh, but I just couldn't do it last night. But I wouldn't mind. I would try this. Is what I'm saying. I would try it. Yeah. Then you have an Omni Omnibus Sunday chocolate and vanilla ice cream topped with hot fudge, raspberry sauce, chocolate sauce, candied walnuts, and whipped cream for nine dollars. And then appetizers and starters, you got Plaza Loaded Fries, which is crispy fries, melted cheese, house-made bacon, and green onion served for two for 13 bucks. That's not bad, John. Couple of beers, get a couple of drinks, and Plaza Loaded Fries. That would be a nice way to take a load off at the park, wouldn't it? Sit in the air conditioning for an hour? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, chili, pinto bean chili served with cashew cream and lime wedge plant-based, $9.00. You got a BLT salad, which is a crispy lettuce, tomato, herb, croutons, pickled onions on a warm, with warm bacon dressing for ten bucks. Hey John, I'm in. Me and Brenda can come here with the loaded fries. They got seared crab cakes, served with apple slaw for eleven bucks. John, that means there's two cakes. It doesn't say cake. It says cakes. <laughs> there's at least two. Yeah, so I could deal Four. with the loaded fries, crab cakes. For 24 bucks, a beer and a glass of wine for Brenda. That's a nice uh, lunch. What do you think? Yeah, sounds pretty good. Then the other entrees are homemade, home-style meatloaf, hearty slice of meat. Oh, dude, I'm in with this. This is heaven to me. We had this last week, Mom made. I was It was in my glory. And this ain't a bad price. Hearty slice meatloaf, hearty slice of meatloaf, served with mashed potatoes and seasonal vegetable for 23 bucks. You in, John? Maybe not lunch. Maybe if I could do dinner. Meatloaf sits on me too heavy for me to eat it for lunch. So, but well, you get what yeah. I'm saying. Exactly. That oh, would yeah, be a nice dinner good. for 23 bucks with a high lie, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pla- Perfection. Plaza Turkey Club. 
This would be a good lunch. Ha roasted turkey, house-made bacon, lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise on a toasted sourdough bread for $18.50. Roasted beef al juice. I think this is Tommy got this last time he was there. It's a house-cooked roast, house roast beef, car caramelized onions and peppers, horseradish sauce on a toasted sub roll, and served with al juice for dipping for $20. I'm in. John, you? Yeah, I like a good French dip. Yep. And then, dude... They do have a burger at Magic Kingdom. And it's not badly priced because you get the fries with it. It's a 7-ounce all-beef patty topped with cheddar house-made bacon, lettuce, tomato, sunny-side-up egg, beer-battered onion rings, and roasted poblano mayonnaise served on a flour-dusted Kaiser bun for $22. I'd tell them to hold the egg, I think. But that's not and bad. And that's a... Uh... That's not a bad size burger. Seven ounces is almost a half a pound. So, Dude, that's my uh, flaming yawn. <laughs> yeah, take it from a, a guy that did a, a meat in a long time. I mean, the biggest burger you're going to find is a two to one, which is uh, eight ounces. So seven ounces is right underneath it. So once they cook it down, it's probably what only five and a half or so. But still, yeah, everybody makes such a big deal out of a quarter of a pounder, a quarter pounders puny so yeah. you know, that's not a big burger so no i mean i'll be honest with you me and brenda could split that burger dude because that's all oh, i yeah, eat is a quarter pounder so. myself yeah. yeah you get that actually i could get that and eat most of the burger and give uh, lisa a quarter of the burger and she'd eat most all the fries uh, yeah or the onion fries. rings you like onion rings onion rings are weird the first two are awesome after that we, i'm done we've, we've talked about that before i can do three yeah <laughs> i don't know why yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, man. And I love them. Oh, they're so good. Oh, and I'm done. Yeah. yeah. They smell delicious, and the next thing you know, you're over them like that quick. But a Bud Light's only $8, and a High Light is $10. So, John, if it's a really hot day, you can go in and just get a Bud Light for 8 bucks and enjoy yourself, too. If you're not looking to get a Buzz, just enjoy a beer. Uh, either one of those with a... Uh, that burger that sounds like a good lunch really yeah. good lunch and the thing i like about this john is i'd rather go in and honestly pay 22 for that burger because you get your sides with it then i would pay 15 or whatever at one of the quick service because you know this one's cooked fresh and it's not only that doug like i said with uniqueness of, of mini items i would prefer paying 22 dollars for a burger or 23 for a meatloaf as opposed to paying 44 for a new york strip steak that's the same steak you're going to find everywhere else on property you might have a little bit of different seasonings on it but it's the same steak that they're serving at uh boat rights is the same one that they're serving at uh, you know uh probably uh, uh uh somewhere in animal kingdom so it's it's their state choices are, except for maybe LaSalle, are getting seriously uh, one-dimensional. So, Well, I got a couple more for you, and we'll do a little bit of news and get ready. How much longer do you have, John? Uh, a couple of minutes before I blank out. Okay. Probably about 10, 15. All right. Well, we got to make it quick then because we do have some other news. But this was, it. This was news, too, if you ask me. Uh, Casey Corners now has a Monte Crisco hot dog. John... It's, it has Monte Crispico. It, they kind of look like, uh, how can I explain it? They look like uh, the croutons, not the croutons, but the uh, the straws. You ever see the straws that they put in like your salads and stuff like that? The little pieces, the small pieces. They got a, oh, yeah. You know, French fried onion straws or something? Yeah, like little that. tiny things, but they have it. They, they, they have these little mini pieces of the, uh, what you call it? Uh, 
Funnel cake. It's small pieces of funnel cake with strawberry jam on top of the hot dog, John. Ah, do you need that? I'm passing. No, it's all beef hot dogs topped with strawberry bacon jam, crispy funnel cake pieces, and powdered sugar for $12. Like, why? No, I'm passing. Uh, no, I ain't getting near that thing. No, then they got the... The 1971 meal. It's a chili cheese, all beef hot dog, French fries, fountain beverage, and 50th cake pop for 1971. Now that's not a bad deal. You like chili cheese hot dog? I prefer a regular hot dog, but every once in a while we'll make homemade chili, and then we'll have chili hot dogs. You ever do that? Uh, we usually uh, grab our chili out of the can because I usually eat all our homemade chili by itself. But yeah, yeah, we make chili dogs quite often. But I, I was what searching how they were going to put the 1971 in there, and I knew they for sure they weren't going to go to the 1971 price. That would no, have been so. no, 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 <laughs> no. What would that have been in 1971? What do you think, 65 cents or something? <laughs> At the very most, I'd say a dollar and a quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Then they got Walt's Chili Cheese All Beef Footlong Hot Dog. It's Walt's All Beef Hot Dog with favorite chili recipe and cheese for $13.99. And then Walt's Chili Cheese All Beef Regular Hot Dog for $11.99. So, I mean, it's not a bad deal with the fries and the whole deal for that. But I don't need the funnel cake one, John. No, I'm skipping that. Thanks anyway. So, and your regular All Beef Hot Dog, this is mine. This, this is me, John. All beef hot dogs served with choice of French fries or cutie mandarin. I mean, come on. Who the hell is getting a cutie mandarin? $9.99, John. Corn dog nuggets are served with fries for $10.29, and then all beef foot long is $11.99. And why the hell do you have a ba- plant-based hot dog at Casey? Like, if you're going there, I mean, don't even go there. Why would you even want a plant-based hot dog, John? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I saw something years ago that somebody uh, had, had posted and said, don't trust anybody that won't eat a hot dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, plant-based hot dog. Just get some grilled vegetables. Yes, grilled exactly. vegetables are fine. Don't act like you want a hot dog. And then the last thing I have here is over at Fantasyland, they have, and you'd probably like this, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride Burger, John. And it's okay. it's pretty cool. They have the burger. It's a regular burger. It's a you know fa- a counter service burger. But they have the 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 pickle coming out as his tongue, and then as the eyes, they got two olives stuck in the bun. It kind of looks like Mr. Toad. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I I could deal with that. I could see me and uh, it would have been awesome when Jimmy was a little kid uh, getting a Mr. Toad burger, John. Yeah, I might have to go get that just so I can take a picture with it. Yeah, it looked really, really cool, John. So I think I think you would like that. I don't know which restaurant. It, they didn't say which one it's sold at, but it said it's in Fantasyland. So I'm trying to see your uh, Friars Nook. You think? Uh, there's only what Pinocchio House, Friars Nook, and uh, I don't think it would be in Pinocchio House, would it? No. You know, they try to have somewhat Italian themed stuff in there. Yeah, it's in the Friars Nook. I was right. Okay. Good yeah, job. here it is right here. He looks really cool. So, uh, it doesn't say. They have loaded macaroni and cheese hot dog and tots for eleven forty nine. I might have to head over there. <laughs> uh, <And Doug's> done. <laughs> all beef hot dog served with tots. They got 
creamy bacon macaroni and cheese served with tots john this might be my deal but here it is it's a brat burger served on a bun with lettuce tomato the pickle and american cheese topped with olive skewers i served with tater bites for 13.49 john and then mm, sounds pretty tasty and i bet you it's a cute picture yeah it would be awesome and then the wild ride, which is frozen sour apple, blue raspberry, and apple slushy topped with black licorice wheel. So that's some of the that's some of the fiftieth anniversary stuff. I wanted to look up more, but I know you got to go soon. One of the things we've screamed and yelled about you more than me, John, because I don't really complain on this show too often. No, you don't at all. No, it's, it's all usually me. all you. The trams, they're finally they they're gonna bring them back ahead of schedule. Is the way they skewed the story here john how the hell is it they they should have been back a year ago john what is taking so long for the we've talked to the, yeah we've talked to this one to no end i don't understand the, the reasoning behind this at all money john money that's it well money that. yeah it's the only reason and especially and what what i pissed and moaned about was uh the animal kingdom john that parking lot is like you could fry an egg on that parking lot all day long, can't you? You don't have to tell me. I have to park there some days. So, yeah, it's it's beastly. Yeah, actually, I worked at the Magic Kingdom yesterday and had to walk out to my car afterwards. Uh, that's pretty much the uh, Sahara Desert getting out to your car. So. Yeah, they've remained unavailable. They've returned in December at, at the Magic Kingdom. But Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and all the other theme parks, they have not been open yet which makes zero sense to me john and we've talked a million times with COVID. they are the safest form of transportation on property am i wrong <laughs> they should have been running trams and yeah. buses around there the, the only ones with total ventilation absolute ventilation you know but whatever they should have put seat belts in them damn things and had you drive them john it would have been safer for all of you <laughs> well that's what that's one thing i was going to mention though it was a, probably right now it's about eight months ago that we got rid of the dividers and the plastic shields and all that stuff in the buses. Right. And so in eight months we have went from, from uh, please maintain six foot of distance between your view and your other parties at all times to, if you can see the floor, there's room for more. (laughs) It's right back to it, dude. I mean, uh, we are, we are jam packing people into, uh, buses so if you're uncomfortable with that i would recommend you either drive or you just don't come to walt disney world now because it's it is absolute back to uh people on top of people so yeah and and, and you're right and i did uh i did call to make like a couple fake uh reservations like get quotes and and i got zero from pop or art of uh, or a caribbean beach nobody told me that no buses run you follow me john yeah, well, I mean, to go with that same point, Doug. Honestly, um, if you go to the if you go to Epcot, would you expect to take a bus back to the Contemporary or the Polynesian? Well, I uh, I know the monorail runs there. Like they basically, like I have got no literature that basically tells you that's the only transportation to those two parks. Well, I don't, I don't I think they. Out. I don't. I don't think they publicize that. I mean, but, there are people that say that contemporary in the Polynesian that really don't know that you can. I've and, had people come up and ask me when the bus is coming for Epcot. And I would uh, say you're kind of right, but both the monorail and the bus are kind of similar. I, I mean, the monorail is up on that rail, but basically it's kind of, it's not as, 
I'm not as scared of heights like being up in the air, and the monorail is climate controlled. Am I wrong? Well, the monorail takes off, and you can you're in a what would you even consider just a second store building at the yes, time? Yes, yeah. You know, and you're on. I mean, basically, if you if you rode a subway or an L train in Chicago, it's the same thing. So, and you and know. and most people staying at those resorts are thrilled about that. That's the reason they're going there. Most yeah, people do yeah, know because yeah. uh, they'll go to me. I want. I what's the ones with the mine? What's the one that has the monorail going right through it? That's the one I want, Dougie. <laughs> you know, or that's how they sound up there. Y- yes, it? they do. Or. The Luau one, doesn't that have the monorail too? You know what I'm saying to you? <laughs> we get the monorail one. No, the Grand, that other place is too hoity-toity for me. You know what I'm saying to you, Dougie? Yeah, that's that's what I get. So they know that. But when they're staying at Pop trying to save a couple bucks, they, they think they're on the bus. Most people think you're on the bus when you're a Pop, John. Yeah, bus, art animation. Yes. And Riviera. Yeah. Oh. So, oh, sir. And I think it's wrong. I, I mean, that's just me. I, I think there should be more... They should. They, I. I. When I brought it up to the the cast members that I was talking to, they agreed with me. They. They never. The one lady that I was talking to, she was very nice. She goes. She thanked me. She goes. I never even thought to tell clients that. And I brought up the whole reason. What if somebody's afraid of heights? They should know. Or like, and I explained the thing like with my wife. I know Brenda on a ninety-five degree day, headed over to Epcot to go to dinner or whatever. She's not going to want to ride that gondola. You know what I mean, John? Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's weird because they do offer, so if you're staying at Saratoga, or not, well, not necessarily Saratoga, you should walk your happy butt over to Disney Springs if you're staying there. I'm just saying. I can't believe people, that, that is one of the things that boggled my mind. Even if you are going to dinner, Doug, or something like that, if you're staying at Saratoga and you wait 20 minutes for a bus that takes 25 minutes to get there, you spent 45 minutes getting to Disney Springs by the time you get there. When yeah. you can walk there from the furthest part of property at Saratoga in about fifteen. Yeah. And that, if you're staying and if you're staying in Congress Park, my God, it's like a three and a half minute walk. Yeah, so, well that's when I tell my wife if we're staying there, uh, okay baby, I like your cute shoes that we're going to dinner with, but you're gonna put sneakers on and we'll walk across and we'll put your sneakers <laughs> in a bag and we'll you can look cute the rest of the night am i am i, am I wrong <laughs> yeah i mean you really don't want to spend 45 minutes waiting for a bus no or 20 and uh, no but but anyway i mean they at Oki west and the port orleans resorts they do offer both yeah if you're going to disney springs they have a, a boat which is the cool you know that's the the fancy way to go but if you do want to if you're afraid of water or if you, you know, like you said, you don't, you know, your wife doesn't want to get her hair messed up or, or perhaps your husband doesn't well, want to get his well, hair messed up. Well, not even that now. They also have it to where, I mean, I don't know about you, John, but Brenda is a little more reserved to me. I told you about claustrophobia and all that other thing. Now they're even sticking multiple people in the same thing. If it's just two of us, we might get three people or four on the other side. You, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's all your yeah. cart. It's not all your cabin anymore like it was when the pandemic stopped. They're stuffing people in them as much as they can now, too. Am I wrong? Yeah, and that, that's just to try to uh, get through the feeder lines at, at the time. I haven't tried it, but I would be interested um, to to see if we asked if we could have our own, if we were, if they would allow us to have our own cabin. Because yeah. there's plenty of them on there, and it's, you know, but... Yeah, it's just, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to get in there with a bunch of other people, because it's... Cl- it, it it could be very claustrophobic with a full cat. Am I wrong? Yeah, and and I mean there was a uh, a mom on one of my Facebook groups that brought up a certain a certain situation where there was 
and and I hate to characterize myself, but uh, I'm an older dude, and uh, if I was on there by myself and there was uh, three teenage girls, I'm going to feel uncomfortable and yes. I'm going to leave before it gets to a bad situation because that's just trouble waiting to happen. You know yeah, what I'm all, saying? All so different I'm, aspects. I'm you could get yeah, stuck not, with somebody to drink too much on the way back. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, exactly. Or somebody that don't believe in deodorant on the way back. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yes. And, <laughs> and there's a lot of people that don't believe, you know what I mean? So beat your own, but I don't want to ride a gondola with you with no air. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's my, fine. You, you don't believe it. What am I going to give you any cancer? But please stay six feet away from me. Please. Yes. Thank you. That's and, fine. And that's my point. The gondola is. For what you're paying at Riviera, John, I, I really think you should have multiple choices. That's all I'm saying. And Cari any of them now, to be honest with you, but especially Riviera and Caribbean Beach is no cheap stay anymore. And pop isn't well, compared to value. Speaking of Riviera, we're supposed to have a one-night stay there next week, um, and it looks like that's going to be shot to hell because Disney will not give me any of my time off that I requested three and a half months ago. So I asked for uh, Wednesday and Thursday off of next week, and of course I'm scheduled Wednesday and Thursday next week. So yeah, with, all the, with you working all these days straight, they can't take care yeah. of you. Yeah, they can't, they can't give me my approved days off. And, I mean, I've got the, the time built up. There's no problem. If I want to call in sick, I can call in sick, but then I can't go to the park. I've got a reservation for the Magic Kingdom, and I've got that day, and I can't go if I call in sick because my main gate will get flagged. And uh, so I can we can go, and I can go to Disney Springs or something, but I can't go to the parks. That's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I wanted a, a, a day off, but I can't get a day off. It's ridiculous. It's just stupid. And that's, that's just scheduling. I never had this problem in trains. I didn't have it in Lion King. I didn't have it in Pirates. You know, I wanted a day off. I got a day off. But buses, man, they are. The schedulers there are the biggest D-bags. So, no, that's, anyway. That's horrible. All right, well, hopefully yeah. something pops where you can. Maybe somebody will take your shifts. Well, that's the thing. I need to get paid for them. I mean, that's why I report uh, my floating holidays. I, I asked for them, you know, yeah. and I put in for them. I've got something like, uh, I think, 23 paid holidays coming up, but I can't use them. No, so. that, that's hogwash. And then if you don't use them by the end of the year, you don't get them, right? Uh you know what? I'm going to find out because, uh, yeah, certainly then I'll be sick a lot, a long time. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I can, whenever you call in, you can use whatever you need to. And so I'll just have to call in sick. I mean, yeah. so it is what it is. Yeah. So. Or maybe, the, I mean, I, I think like, because like some jobs don't pay you for the days you don't take off. They should do that. Yeah, you can buy them back. Yeah, that would definitely be a good option. So, well, let's talk about my, uh, my incident I had this week, Doug. Well, you're accidental? Yeah, I wouldn't call it an accident. You know, there was a guy on the radio years ago that would not call a car crash an accident because somebody did something to lead to it, and that <laughs> wasn't an accident. So he was, he was a car crash was a car crash. Um, so I was uh, in a lane basically coasting up to a stop sign about four miles an hour, and some woman, uh, we'll, we'll call her a a woman uh, decided that she needed to be in my lane and she she turned left not in front of me right into me Doug right into me behind my wheel my wheels my front axle on my bus it's about five and a half six feet behind the front bumper she hit behind the wheel 
So she hit a good seven and a half, eight feet into the. <laughs> I, I seen the picture. Like, how do you even hit a bus there? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm searching the lane, and I and I pull faster, and the uh, and there's this uh, lovely couple sitting a couple of rows back, and I hear her go. What is she doing? <laughs> so apparently she had turned her blinker on and then just drove right into the side of the bus. Just right in, it wasn't dark, it wasn't raining, it wasn't cloudy, it was a hot summer clear day. And the the problem I have, Doug, is I've been involved in a couple of accidents that were clearly my fault. When I was 16, I was cruising the strip here in Orlando. I drive at the time. I might have been checking out the young ladies instead of checking out the traffic in front of me yeah. and coasted right into a car in front of me. Yeah, hey, you were looking out the wrong window. I was looking at the wrong rear end. Is what I was <laughs> yeah, doing. You're, looking at the wrong, you're looking at the wrong window. <laughs> but, I, but I got out, took total responsibility for it. Um, you know, the guy said, okay, it's no problem. No big deal. You just did that it's all right and i have been in a couple of situations like that where my life in my life where i was clearly in the wrong i had no problem taking responsibility for my actions this woman when uh, the leader went over and talked to her he came back and he was shaking his head and she, he said no she said you turned into her now i'm in my lane how am i possibly turning into her it just doesn't it makes no sense whatsoever so we sat there for two and a half, three hours. The leader came onto the bus after the people the people left within 10 minutes. That's what Disney does a good job on. If something does happen, an accident or a uh, – I had both an accident and a, a bus breakdown on me in the last month. Within 10 minutes, there's another bus there to take you on to your destination. So it's not like you're going to be stuck there sitting with me for three hours to get everything cleared up. So, yeah, they were gone. But I got this uh, – lovely lady's name from uh new jersey of all places Doug, mm-hmm. the woman mm-hmm. on the bus um, <laughs> her and her girlfriend were uh visiting fort wilderness and they were going over to saratoga springs to spend the afternoon and uh um just the sweetest nicest woman in the entire world god bless her because she said as soon as she we we gave everybody a witness uh form to fill out you know your name where you're staying and stuff like that she up there by her name she put not his fault (laughs) (laughs) well we're straight to the point dude we don't hush we don't play games dude we tell it the way it is around here so they left and they got another bus went to saratoga but we had their telephone number so my leader called the called her talked to her and then he starts laughing and then yeah clearly this isn't your fault john and then they they went and told the woman that you know the driver of the other car and i guess she got upset because they basically told her too oh by the way there's cameras all over these buses oh and then within 10 minutes she was on a tow truck and out of there she left the scene of the accident without the cops ever showing up so uh she's in more trouble for that because that's a that's a crime. You can't just get in a crash, especially when there's damage. No, leaving the, the scene of the crime. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she just left. Uh, but then they got the the uh, the actual camera, the footage of the accident, and they just laughed. I mean, they came back and, and they were jiggling about it when they when they told them, yeah, she just turned right into you. I'm just sitting there. And she, I don't know. Did you, how do you not see the bus? She was probably looking at her no. phone, John. Yeah, she was. She was. Yep. She was trying to get to Port uh, Orleans, and she had to make a left in two lights. Well, she could have waited a minute, you know. And like like we said before, Doug, 
it's not the end of the world. You're on Disney property. You know what? If you miss that turn, there's probably going to be a place you can make a U-turn or a right-hand turn and go through a junk handle and come back. Don't you think? Yeah. Almost uh, everywhere leads back to where you need to yes. go on Disney property. There'll be signs telling you how to get around. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. So It's the best. But, yeah. I, I will give them credit. They have the best signs anywhere on the planet to tell you where you're at. Absolutely. So I saw I saw a, a really crappy part of humanity, woman not taking responsibility for her own actions. I saw a, a mediocre uh, a responsibility. The people that sat right behind me, I asked them to fill out the forms. They went, no, we don't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, buddy. And I had just been talking to them about hockey, too, when they just you know, kind of like... Well, the, the trouble I had is- watching TV lately, they might have been from Canada, John. <laughs> I'm kidding with you, but and and I but, love Melissa and, then, and all of our friends from all ears. I love a lot of our Canadian listeners, but the ones I seen at that basketball game, they made Philadelphia fans blush watching that series, John. So that's all I'm saying. Go ahead. They weren't. Uh, they weren't allowed to polite to the Lightning. You muffled players. yourself, Johnny. What'd you say now, buddy? They're not all that polite. They're not all that polite to the Lightning players when they're playing the uh, Maple Leafs either, Doug. So no. believe me. No, I hear you. I, I've I've got a whole newfound disrespect for Canadian sports fans. That's all I'm saying after but, that series. And then, and then uh, the absolute best of humanity, the lovely couple from New Jersey. So uh, thank God they were there. Thank God they didn't mind taking a little bit of time out of their vacation to to help me out because they knew it was not my fault. And Disney, no, dude, is, dude, Jer- dude. Us from Jersey, we get involved when we don't need to be involved. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> We're over-involved, John. So. Well, and uh, uh, her karma is going to come back to her tenfold because the leader has her name when she's coming back and all that stuff. Uh, so I believe her next day is going to be hooked up well. That's so. awesome. They deserve it, both of them. God bless them. Yeah. You know, let the truth be told is what, 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 what came out there, and, and they deserve what they get for – Stick it up for you, John, because uh, if everybody else would have bailed and your word against hers, and the cameras would have showed it, but it would have put you through a lot more stress. Yeah, 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 exactly. That you didn't I need. Take responsibility for your actions. I mean, really, you're an adult. You're not a kid. You know, if you're eight years old and you're, you're, you hit a baseball and it goes through somebody's window, you're not going to like it, but you understand lying about it because you're scared. But, yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, you're an adult driver. Yeah. So. I learned at a very young age that I can't lie, cheat, or steal because I always get caught. My mouth is too big to lie because I will tell you eventually. <laughs> Sooner or later, truth will come out. <laughs> and, and every time I've done something wrong, my legs wouldn't run to get me away with it, John. I would just stand there frozen like, I, I did that? So, you know, I did, the, I did the whole baseball through the window before, which I don't know how why i did it because you remember those big wiffle ball bats the real jumbo fat ones yeah i remember taking a tennis ball we were playing wall ball and this elderly man which is about my age now and he was real (laughs) he was really miserable dude we're playing wall ball get off my lawn get off my lawn a hundred percent we're playing wall ball which is even in on his apart by his building and he starts screaming and yelling at us and giving us all kind of crap so I threw the ball up in the air and just swung the bat, and I put a, the tennis ball right through his front window. <laughs> All my friends take off running, my legs were like frozen to the ground. I was just stuck there. You're like, oh, hell. Yeah, <laughs> and I had to go tell mom, did you do it? Absolutely. Well, you didn't lie to me, so I, 
long story short, I was doing a lot of extra labor to pay for that window. Yeah, but, I bet. One little last thing, John. Did you see Star Wars Launch Bay is going to be opened again? It's going to be like a museum. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, I didn't see anything about that, so that would be really cool. It says Star Wars Launch Bay at Disney Hollywood Studios has reopened the guests as a limited experience without its Star Wars characters meet and greet. But it will have, it has like uh, all kind of uh, stuff inside the theater. So that would be pretty cool, John. It has all kind of Star Wars memorabilia and stuff. It's it it's like one man's dream is basically what it is for Star Wars. So Yeah, they had a bunch of uh, movie used props and yeah. stuff like that. So. Uh, it's better than the building being shut down. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, anyhow, John, I got more stuff, but you got to go. It's been a long ride home. Uh, there's news on kite tails, John. We'll let Judith read that one herself. <laughs> oh, poor kite tails. And then there's a uh, Zach Ridley pr- provides an update on Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. That really looks good. I'm excited about that, John. As am I, and uh, I know some of the uh, some of the uh, uh, what uh, artist renderings of what uh, the updated Epcot's going to look like finally came out, and that looks pretty good. So, yeah, I'm excited. I, I mean, it's going to be, uh, dude. I, to be honest, I'll be excited just to have the damn walls down from <laughs> World Future World. Yeah, get so. some breath of fresh air around there. Yeah, so. But that's all I have. We watched the Kentucky Derby yesterday, and I lost because they entered a horse at the very end. I had second and third, but out of nowhere, first came and cost me. But I can't complain because this is actually – remember last year I won like $1,000 before I came down, John? Yep. And it was the anniversary, May 4th, of us being down there with you last year and all the wonderful pictures that were out. Dude, it made me – I shed a little tear. I was praying to be at Paddlefish with you, Judith, and Lisa and, and hanging out. I can't believe yeah, it's been saw, a year. Can you? Yeah, yeah, I saw all that and accomplished all that this week too. Yeah, it was a fantastic vacation, a fantastic dinner, and had a had a great time. So yeah, it's amazing that it's been a year already. Yeah, I love you people. It was a great time. I mean, what I loved about it, me and Judith had talked about it off the air too, is what I love about hanging with you guys and hanging with her and Tommy. We all know we're on vacation. Like, you were on your vacation. Me and Brenda were on ours. Judith and Tommy were on theirs. And even though we're happy to be together, we're all best friends. I love you guys like brothers and sisters now, all four of you. And, but it's nice where if you you and Lisa go, well, Doug, I really don't – we ain't going to be able to meet you there. We're going over here. I'm not – John, I can't believe you're doing that. Like, we're all just happy that we're all there having a good time and nobody gets hurt that you can't spend every last minute with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. It's a good vacation. You guys are wonderful to hang out with. We had a great time. World Showcase last year, roaming through and getting all the different treats from, you know, the Flower and Garden Festival was absolutely awesome. It was a good time last year. I wish we were all there. I made me, I, I, I wish we were there, and then that even made it worse when all those memories pop up on your phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting at work, uh, sa- running a power sander, and all of a sudden I hear, boop, 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 boop. It's all these pictures from paddlefish and food and wine, or flower and garden, and seeing you guys, and me and Brenda hanging out at Italy eating gelato, and, and and I'm sitting there sanding, like, I was here last year, damn it. But can't wait well, for it to happen I, I, again. I see them at, 
I, I see him on, on the end there, but just not here having nearly as much fun. So, you know. No, but, but anyway. I can't wait to do it again. For last but not least, again, happy, happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. We, uh, My mother-in-law here, Mary, I love her very dearly, and it was uh, it was very nice to see how much my wife and my sister-in-law love her and celebrate her and celebrate all the mothers out there. God bless you guys. So you got anything else, John? Yeah, and just happy Mother's Day, and uh, especially to uh, my favorite mother of all time right now, of course, my wife, Lisa, So uh, since mine's gone. But anyway... Yeah, well, everybody be kind to one another, and what do you say, John? Hey, fold your strollers and tell the truth and take responsibility, people. <laughs> there you go. This was a lot of fun, John, and uh, we, this was mostly positive show, I'd say, this week, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd give it about a 75%. There you go. I still, You still had to be your little bit of negative self, didn't you? A little bit. So, All right, guys, everybody be kind to one another. We'll talk to you real soon. Goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a good week. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.